Previously on Unstoppable Grace. You know, how I, how I can tell when the devil's messing with my mind is when things come up and it might start something really small, like, oh, I burned supper. Well, that was a terrible thing to do. And it goes from like, that was a lousy thing to do um, from there to you are a lousy person because you let this happen and it actually attacks who you are. Right. I think too, it also, when you start to question who you are, another thing that I think it's also questioning who God is because God does not lie and God has told us who he is. It's in his word. Welcome to Unstoppable Grace. I'm Heidi. I'm Danielle. I'm Laura. And together we've watched God work through our struggles, heartbreaks, setbacks, and even our most shameful failures to bring beauty from brokenness. In this podcast, we bring to you those stories, along with truths from the Bible, trusting that he can use them to meet you where you're at, shine hope, and speak freedom into your life. On our own, we are so far from great, but by his grace, we, we are unstoppable. unstoppable. And yet when we say, no, I'm this person, no, I'm this person, really, we are questioning God's authority yeah. as well. So that's like, that's mm-hmm. conviction right there. And I think that's something that is is a struggle as well. And there's definitely consequences to sin, but one thing I know, shame can have a very powerful impact yeah. on our lives if we allow it. And as I just said, I believe that there are consequences to sin, um, but at the same time, we are saved by grace. Mm-hmm. And not that not that there won't be things that happen in our life because of the mistakes that we've made, but just knowing who we are in Jesus Christ and standing firm in that identity. And I know for years, I struggled with um, shame of past mistakes that I made, and I allowed every single morning. I'd wake up with heavy shoulders and dislike of who I was because of choices that I made. And I mean, to this day, I'm, I'm not proud of those choices, but I've allowed those choices in my life to, to shape who I am today. And instead of to be held down by them, I choose to excel and, and share, share who, who God is and what he's done in my life. And I think that that's the most important thing is those mistakes that we've made as we've all made them, um, just going back to God and, and who he is and who he created us to be. And it's so easy to allow our, our past mistakes to create an identity Uh and for us to build a foundation around that. Um, but so important to build our foundation on Christ Uh and that's waking up every single morning and owning who you are in God. And it's, I don't think it's a a one-time choice, um, to, to find your identity in Christ. And I don't mean to be saved, but I mean to like, just really focus on God and who he's created you to be. I think it's a daily, I think it happens more than five times a day. It should happen all the time where you choose to, to trust God and who he's created you to be, because it's so easy to go back to our default of our human nature and trying to always, at least for me, always trying to measure up to the next best thing Mm -hmm. and um, having that lack of confidence for years of not believing who I was was good enough. Um, but it's, it's really not about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's this, uh, when I was trying to think of like, well, what am I going to say? What quotes am I going to, am I going to give out there? This one quote that I found and it's from crosswalk.com by this guy named Eric Hogue. And he said, if it wasn't for the car we drive, the title attaching itself to our name on the business card, the amount of money we make, things we store in our idle garage or the people we hang out with instead of inside of our lifeboat, And this is directed towards men. So he says, we men might not have an identity to speak of. And I think not just men, just people Mm -hmm. that 
we're putting our identity like if you were to ask me hey Heidi who are you like who are you I'd say well I'm a wife I'm a mother I am a friend I am an aunt I am a daughter like I would list off all these things that I am but you know and when you start to like what if what if god forbid the the worst thing happened and i lost my son or i lost my husband right and this piece of my identity that i feel that that's who i am was taken away from me and i put so much of myself into that not only would i be grieving and i think i think regardless that if this were to happen yes i would be grieving the loss of that piece of myself but i think that i need to be putting and we all do need to be putting that identity not in these titles that's so hard not to do right it's true though have you guys seen the movie the overcomer or overcomer no oh. you've told me to see okay. that i haven't yet it's a christian movie i'm usually not that i don't like christian movies but you know sometimes they can be a little <laughs> bit cheesy and horny the acting yeah. sorry for saying that no it's true um, but this movie i genuinely liked uh I can't say who it was by, but anyways, Overcomer. Um, and the main actor, he's in the hospital seeing um, a man that was in the hospital. You should watch the movie so you have better context. Um, but the man that was in the hospital bed, he asked the main actor, he said, who are you? And he starts to say, like, I'm a dad. I'm a husband. I'm a coach. I'm all of these different things. And he said, well, if I take that away from you, what are you? B- basically what you're just saying, Heidi. And he's like, well, I'm a Christian. It was like the last thing that he said. Yeah. And the guy just stood there and he's like, well, like, why, why was that the last thing that came to your mind? And before that, that was the second time he was visiting him in the hospital. Um, he had said that he was praying for the man that was in the hospital and the man in the hospital said, well, did you even pray for me this week? And he just looked at him and was like, no, like I didn't. I told you that I was going to, but I didn't pray for you. And it just, it made me realize that it's so easy, like you just said, Heidi and Laura as well, it's so easy to have our identity in our job in how much money we make or the ministry ideas that we have, mm-hmm. um, but yet our identity should be fully in Christ and everything else is like a, the fruit out of that, I guess. That's not the best way to describe it, no. but yeah. That's right. We're working backwards, really, because we're like, it, all the, these things that God has given right. to us, and it should be the other way around. Like, yeah. all these, these, yeah, these gifts that Jesus Christ has given to us, exactly. and we're like, this is what I am, but really, it's the other way around, like you just said. Like, yeah. these are the, the fruits that, yeah, I don't know another I, I word. I love how you put that, actually, because I've puzzled over this myself, too, because there are elements of me that I feel like I'm not me without them. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not me if I can't be an artist, if I can't create things. I'm not me if I can't, you know, have the things in my life that have made me who I am. But mm-hmm. I really started thinking, like, just what if? Like, I'm not going to, and, and in the beginning I said, I'm not going to say this is the case, but just what if we stopped trying to craft our own identity? What if we stopped trying to impress others with our carefully honed image of ourselves? And, and what, if, what if we stopped trying to define who we are by what we do in order to be enough and what if our God-given identity was all that we used to define ourselves? Mm. Like, what if, what if being loved, chosen, called, and set apart is enough? What if that's all that we need? What would that look like? Yeah. Like, I, how would that sitting, transform how we would yeah. show up each day when we're not trying to, to be something, but we just know that we are wow, perfectly crafted in his image? Yeah, imagine if we literally built our lives fully and solely around Jesus Christ. Man, I'd have so much confidence. Well, yeah, and everything (laughs) else just came, and that's the way that it should be, but yet we get so caught up in life 
and trying to impress other people and trying to be good enough or trying to live up to these expectations that we probably put on ourselves more than anyone else puts on us. Mm -hmm. But what if we truly put Christ first because we are made in the image of him right? and he created us and just living in that, I think if we really chose to do that in a fully submerged way, our lives would look so different. Probably so much more fruitful. It's not that we have to yeah, like of course. be nobodies. It's not that we can't have all these little things like being a wife or being a mom or being a, an artist, yeah. but that it doesn't stem from that, that we're not using that as our foundation for identity, but that we're using our God-given identity. And from that, it's like this tree is growing up and all these other things yeah. can just grow off in these bushels of fruit. Let's be trees. I was listening to a book today where the author talked about how our thoughts produce emotions. And if we're feeling anxious or worry or whatever that emotion might be, we should go back to the root of the problem. So if you're feeling really anxious, it usually stems, not in all cases, but it may stem from your thought life. And so it's important to go back to the actual root of the problem. I'm getting more and more of a picture of a tree here. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Like our roots, if our roots are founded in Christ, then who we are is going to grow up into all these healthy, beautiful leaves and trees and leaves and trees, leaves <laughs> and fruit and nuts and all these beautiful things that a tree creates. But our root has to be healthy and right. that healthy root needs to come from God. Yes. And if our root, if our foundation is is built on the wrong spot and we've got our roots down in there in like, I am a successful businesswoman. And then we try to hang God on the, on the tree. He's too heavy. He's going to break the tree. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> right. The yeah. foundation has to be in the right area for it. For that tree to really grow and flourish. I love that analogy. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> we need like a, a shirt that has a tree with God at the bottom with the roots. And then, I don't know. <laughs> Matthew 7, um, you will know them by their fruits, says that a good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. I think it's... I mean, the revelation that we just had is already in the Bible. Yeah. And it's so powerful. Oh, man, I thought we came but, up with it ourselves. Uh, Sorry, guys. But it is so, it's so true. By your fruits, you will recognize them. Mm-hmm. And I think it really comes down to us building our foundation in Christ. Right. And fruit will come from that. Mm-hmm. And, and the confidence to have in Christ Uh, Isaiah 43 verse 1 says, But now this is what the Lord says. He created you, Jacob. He who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. And I actually have the do not fear, for I have redeemed you in my notes uh, in big, bold letters. And I think that all of these things that we're allowing to craft our identity, if they're not Christ, it's always fear. It's always fear-based. And But Jesus is telling us, no, 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 you don't need to be scared. You don't. You are so okay because you're redeemed. I have you. I called you by name. I have called you by name. And you are mine. Mm-hmm. And, Isaiah you know. Isaiah 43. Is that what you said? Yeah. I missed the beginning. Yep. Yeah. Verse. Isaiah 43. It's so good. Write that down. Put it on a sticky note. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to put it in my, in my bathroom on the mirror. Mm-hmm. So my own struggles with identity, personally, has been allowing others to determine who I am. Rather than believing who God says I am. And I've made fear of man an idol in my life. And I had never realized th- realized this actually until reading. And I I'd, I'd quoted this book in the past by it's called The Peacemaker. 
uh, by Ken Sandys or Sandy. I don't know. <laughs> I think I, I, th- I couldn't figure out his name last time either. It's in the show notes. Anyway, uh, so the quote from this book called The Peacemaker, fear of man may involve an actual fear of what others can do to us. Proverbs 29 verse 25, Luke 12 verses 4 to 5 or an excessive concern about what others think about us, which can lead to a preoccupation with acceptance, approval, popularity, personal comparisons, or pleasing other others. And there's a whole list of Bible verses. This idol can make us reluctant to address serious sin, tempt us to gossip or other things we know are not right, and make us reluctant to admit our wrongs to ask or ask for help, which often prolongs conflict. So again, allowing my foundation not to be in Christ but to be in fear of what other people think and making this idol I am actually opening the door for temptation for sin in my life mm-hmm. there's so many reasons why putting our identity in something other than God is so dangerous mm-hmm. and yeah I just I remember reading that and just it's a great book I highly recommend it mm-hmm. it's a really good book I haven't finished it yet it's mm-hmm. long it's quite hefty but it's it's a good book all right, so we just paused the podcast for a second. Real talk. This is not recorded live. So we just paused the, for a second. And Laura, you just said about how you're like, oh, man, I just I'm thinking about how I talked about burnt toast <laughs> and how everybody's going to think the worst thing I've ever done is toast. Hi, is you're burnt embarrassing toast. me. <laughs> okay, but oh, I'm talking too loud. But the thing is, though, is that there you go. Putting your identity, being like, what are people thinking about oh, me? Oh, yeah. For example. <laughs> it's the worst thing I've ever done is I burnt toast. Uh, people will think that the worst thing I've ever done. Well, is... that's not so bad, right? If they, if they think that's the worst thing I've ever done, I'm still good. I'll oh make more gosh. friends, right? Because oh. I'm perfect. Which is, it goes to, to show how friends. easy it is <laughs> to put our identity or our thought of like what other people are going to think about us. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had I had to say that. It was such too a good. good friend. It, it just. <laughs> Thanks for for taking one for the team, Laura. Uh, uh, glad I can be an example. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess this kind of goes with the first question that I already said: is what do you put your identity in? What are you allowing? Toast. To- toast. <laughs> yeah. Burning the toast. Burning the toast. Not just any I toast. Always burn the toast. <laughs> Laura, you're a great cook. <laughs> You are, my goodness. I'm not a toast cook. It always burns. Yeah, but that's not your fault. That's the toaster's fault, okay. right? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. This is my my next question for you guys uh, is kind of the same thing, but I guess more specific is asking, what are your specific struggles with identity? Um, I know we've kind of talked about the things that I, I what we what we have allowed to determine who we are, but. Like, have you ever experienced a crisis of identity? Yeah, what, what, yeah, exactly. What crisis of, or have you ever had a, a crisis of identity? One particular moment comes to mind, actually. Um, a few years back, um, when I was, uh, I was on family vacation with my family. We went to Clearwater, BC, Dutch Lake Resort, if you've never been there. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, but I went to this, this, this dock. It was early morning. I got up. Um, I went out to the dock with my Bible, and I just sat down. And um, it's kind of like one of the first times I'd had in a long time to just sit and do nothing. Um, I always have things filling my schedule. I'm always building something or creating something or working towards something. And so this is the first time that I had just sat down and and had that time with God. And I came before him, and I didn't feel welcome. I felt... I felt like I had worked so hard at so many different things 
and I felt like I had failed. Um, I was not where I wanted to be. I felt like I was falling behind. I felt like, um, I felt like God was, um, like a coach who had poured everything into his pupil that she could ever need to succeed, that she had a beautiful home, beautiful family that she was provided for. Like I had everything going for me and I felt like I was not succeeding. And I felt like God was looking down on me like a disappointed coach thinking, Oh, I thought she'd turn out to be something so much greater than that. And Oh, she just hasn't put the work in and Oh, that was a waste of time. And just all these thoughts were, were overpowering me. And I was just, I was in tears. I felt like such a waste of space. I felt like I had, um, like I had disappointed God by not becoming all that I thought that I could be at that point in my life. And I opened my Bible, and uh, the verse that I flipped open to was in Colossians 1, verse 22. And it says, um, He has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. And as a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Mm. And I realized in that moment, like he just spoke so clearly to my heart and I knew I am worthy. I am worthy. He's brought me into his presence. I'm holy and blameless. I have have no faults in his sight. He's not disappointed Mm. with me. He knew all the ways that I would fall short. He knew when I would, um, you know, choose fear over faith. He knew all these things about me, and yet he still chose me. That's it for now for Unstoppable Grace. Thanks so much for listening, and stay tuned to hear more on this topic on our next episode.